Radio Podcast with Seth and Jess. You know the song, Dear Younger Me by Mercy Dear Me? Dear Younger Me. Yes. It's a great concept. I think you just cut my song. No, 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 no. I just, <laughs> I didn't want to confuse the listening audience that they would think by your singing, we actually had Mercy Me in the studio. Oh, I don't, okay. I'm trying to be very considerate of the, <clears throat> the audience. Oh, okay. That's all. Okay, I got yeah, you. You got all it? Right. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So um, the premise of the song, if you had the opportunity to go back and give a little word of advice to the younger you, what would it be? And I, I it kind of got me thinking, you know, this is something that I've been dealing with. My kid is trying to help her to understand that this old guy may not be as hip as she thinks he is, but I got a few ideas that could help her along in life if she just kind of listen, you know, oh, and I can't be the yes. only one. Oh my goodness. I'm thinking as a parent, you know, don't we don't we have some goodness to pass on to the children if they would just listen? All the time. First of all, what I would tell them, the younger me, just put the cookies down. Put oh, the yeah. cookies down. Yeah. Put them down. You don't need that donut. But anyway, yes. yeah. Um, I think about this a lot. I really do. Not just with my own kids, but the younger generation. Um, and I can't believe I'm at a at the stage in my life where I'm saying the younger generation. Yeah, I feel so mom-ish. Mm-hmm. Welcome to it. It's it's this is where <laughs> we live now. Like this is where I am now, and I know I'm not that old, but I'm old mm-hmm. enough to say the younger generation, which is just crazy to me. But this is where I am. Thank you. God, that I'm here. Right. And, but it's still, yes, the younger generation. And um, we are at this point in life where we do have this amazing opportunity where we do have something to offer the younger generation. And yes, the younger generation has this opportunity to teach us as well. We can learn yeah, that's from a good point. we can learn from each other. But right now, this is what we can teach the younger generation. And this is what I try to um this is the conversation that's been happening in my house. Mm-hmm. Now you have uh, two for those that don't know, you have yes. two they're not both teenagers. One's twenty something and one yeah, is I a have, teenager. I have one that won't be a teenager for much long. He'll be right. tw- he'll be twenty years old in October. So but right now he's nineteen and then I have a twenty two year old. So they're they're adults. They're adults that think they know every single thing. Yeah. I love them, but sometimes <laughs> they think they're smarter than me. And I get that because there were times when I thought I was smarter than my parents or as smart as them. Yeah. And I didn't take into consideration that, oh, they've been here longer than me and they know some things and they can still teach me some things. Yes, I've reached adult age, but they still have plenty to teach me and right. plenty to show me about life. And that's where my kids are now. Mm-hmm. They are at the stage in their life, especially my 22-year-old. He um, <laughs> He's a full-time college student, and he works full-time and lives on his own. So in his eyes, I got this. Right. Like, Mom, you've done your thing. Yeah. Thanks, Mom and Dad. I know the way now. You've mm-hmm. done You've done your job. I don't you don't even, know what it takes to run my life. You don't, you don't know what you it takes. You run yours, but 
You've, Mine's you've done your job. Thank you very much. Yeah. And it's not just my kids. It's other um, millennials and I don't – is it just millennial or is it younger than millennial now? Oh, it's it's – it's, it's on just, all both I'm sides just of say, that bracket. I'm just going to say youngins. Please don't be offended if yeah. I say youngins. If you are younger than me, you are youngin, and I mean that with love. So mm-hmm. don't be offended. Thank you, Grandma. Okay. You, mm. Easy. Okay. But if you are younger than me, you're youngin. And so it is other youngins <laughs> that I've come across. It, it seems to be this attitude. Yeah. And it's like, you know what? Now I get how my parents felt. I get right. how my elders felt when they were trying to help me. I totally get it now. And it's coming back to me tenfold. And it's like, you know, we do still have something to offer. We can help. And so this is what we're talking about today. Things I wish uh, millennials and the younger generation and the youngins would understand. Yeah. And the first thing is we still have something to contribute. We still have things that we can show you. We may not know all of the slang and hip terms, but we still have things we can teach you. We still have things we can learn from each other. And I mean this with love too, but I'm going to say it like a mama. You don't know everything. Right. You Listen, still have things to learn at your age. We have made the mistakes. We have the scabs on our knees where we've fallen and 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 hurt ourselves, and it's yes. like, okay, I learned from that. Okay, if you're like me, maybe you had to do that two or three times. Um, we've got the bumps and the bruises. We've got the, you know, the the knowledge that comes with attempting something and it not working out, figuring it out, and failing until you get it right. Yeah. We have the experience, and you know, look to some degree. I remember when I when I was 22 years old, right? Mm-hmm. I was getting ready to get married. I had a full time gig. I was getting ready to get married. I was I was out on my own. The whole thing. Yeah, there is nothing my mom or dad could tell me <laughs> at that stage of life that I didn't already have a grip on. Yep. But I look back on it, and my dad was a small business owner. There's so much I could have and should have learned from him in his trials and tribulations of being a small business owner when I opened up my own businesses, right? Mm -hmm. But did I? No. We have a lot to offer. I think the big problem is is that we don't necessarily speak the same language. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it is. That's exactly what it is. If I'm not um, listening to the same music, if I'm not hip to the same shows, or if I'm not, and this is me personally and how I am dealing with my daughter, I am not on the same social network platforms that she reads. I just don't. I, I don't have the patience for it, right? Mm-hmm. But there's influences that she's receiving from that, and because I'm not aware of it, well, then maybe I'm not aware of what's going on in the world. Yeah. And I think this this lack of – it's not that we can't communicate. My daughter and I have great conversations. But there are times when she's on one level speaking about things that are popular and hip and current events in her world. And I'm wanting to talk about things that are hip and popular and current events in my world. And they're two different, two different levels. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a lot of where it comes in is that – we could do better at that communication, and maybe they would listen more if we were able to communicate on the same level. 
I think, well, you, that's what it boils down to. It's communication. Yeah. And I think there's like a, a halfway point. You, you okay. have to, you have to be willing to bend a little bit. And yes. that's what I found. Um, one of the best ways I communicate with my kids is to find out what they're listening to, what they're watching. Now, right. I don't immerse myself into it fully, but right. I do get into it an inkling. When I want to communicate with my 19-year-old, because even though he's away at college for for the majority of the time, he does stay with me during the summer and he comes home, you know, for breaks and stuff like that. When he's home, I find out what he's watching. I find out what he's listening to, right? and I find out what video games he's playing. And though I won't spend hours on that stuff, I sure. may watch a few clips or listen to a few cl- clips. So I'll know, okay, when I want to spend some time with him, mm-hmm. I'm going to be familiar with mm-hmm. so that we can communicate. Exactly. And uh, a couple weeks ago, he um, wanted to hang out. And... That when he wants to hang out with me, I know that means we're going to do what he wants to do. <laughs> so right. he said, uh, Mom, I want to take you out um, for a day. Nice. Oh, you want to take me out? And again, that means when he wants to take me out, we're going to spend it doing something that's for him. And so when he took me out, we went to see Spider-Man. Sure. I, I'm not a Spider-Man fan. He knows right. this, but that's what he wanted to take me to do for he, my date. He wanted to share what brings him joy with you. Yes. And so and I, that's was, awesome. I was fine with that because I was just happy that he wanted to spend time with me. So I researched Spider-Man and figured that is Spider-Man because I think when I told you we were going to see the yes, new Spider-Man, you, I told you we were going to see the new Superman. Yeah, and that and confused me because and I, you were the, like, "What? There is no new Superman." And I was like, "Yeah." And then I was like, "You know what? No, we're not going to see <laughs> Superman. We're going yeah. to see Spidey." Spidey. That's okay, right. so once I got it right, right, I researched it and I learned more about Spider-Man than I ever really want to know. But it was great, and I—that's I, awesome, though. That's what I have to do in mm-hmm. order to communicate with him, and I think that's what we have. We just, ha- if we want to communicate with people that are different from us, who are um, not just different ages, different races, mm-hmm. different nationalities, cultures, just cultures. Yep. You you just have to immerse yourself into their world sometimes yeah. if you want to be able to. Um, know where they are and to be able to live together. You just have to be willing to do that in order to keep that line of communication open. I think this is very, very important. And and here's the thing. Um, It is our responsibility as adults to do the effort to communicate on the level and about things that are interesting to the younger generation. Mm -hmm. Uh, What you call Youngins? Youngins. May I borrow that term? Sure. Mm -hmm. Um, Because... And, and I mean this with love, and I, I say this from my own personal experience as a 22-year-old back in the day, uh, that age bracket, very selfish. Yeah. All they have to think about is themselves. Think about it. Growing up in the younger, you, we as parents, we took care of everything. You don't have to worry about lights. You don't have to worry about where your meal is coming from. All you got to worry about is you. And so as they develop that, all I got to think about is me stays with them. What else, you know, it takes a while for you to realize, oh, life isn't all about me. Subtle hint, I'm still learning that lesson. Yes. Okay. 
But we that's our responsibility is to is to communicate to them on the things that are interesting to them so that we can impart our wisdom and our experiences to them. Yeah. They're not going to come to you and say, "Hey, excuse me. Hey, um, you know, I know you were you were reading about whatever weird thing I'm into the, <laughs> you know, whatever, you know. My my kids not going to come up to me and say, "Hey, I'm really into Oh, Formula 1, for example, right? Yeah. I love Formula 1. She's not going to come up and go, <gasps> I understand yeah. you're enthralled with Fernando Alonso being on the podium in the last few races. That's <laughs> never going to happen. <laughs> I have to come to her and say, "Hey, you know that uh, animated series that you're so excited about? That you know, I don't. What is it? Trigun slip? Whatever. I don't. <laughs> I have to make the effort to under, to, yes. to go to her. That's how those experiences are made. As the elders, yeah. we will have to initiate yep. that. And but and can, don't take yourself too seriously. Yes. But as as can can we agree that this is a different generation and a different age as far as they are how can I say this? It's just a different time. I like, agree. Um I don't know quite what I'm trying to say. Like we were just raised differently. So like like I don't know if it's our parenting is different or we were just, um, excuse the term, we were just like punk parents, like just like too easy going or something. Because let me well, tell you, like well. the the 22-year-old I was, like you, um, married, baby, running a household, yeah. um, working hard, like I was doing my thing. Right. And I'm not saying that there are not 22-year-olds like that now. I'm not saying that at all. Oh, there all. are. There are. But I'm the different... I'm a different 22-year-old than my 22-year-old son was. And I know that's because my parents raised me different. I watched my parents work so hard. My mm -hmm. parents, they had the best work ethic. Mm -hmm. They were just like, and they instilled in me, you work hard, you take care of your responsibilities, you do the thing. And me and my children's father we had that same work ethic. We mm -hmm. work hard. We taught my children. They had great examples. And yeah. I'm not bragging. I'm just saying. Right. They watched us work hard. They We taught them well. My children, they do work hard, but they play hard too. And, right. And they are going to do the minimum. And my yes. son, he is going to get his work. Like both of my kids, they're going to get their work done. They will. But they believe in self-care and they believe that, you know, you work, you get your work done, and then when work is done, it's done. Right. You don't do any more than you have to do. And that yeah. just seems to be the norm. Yeah. And, and, and my gener our generation is like, you work, 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 work. Yeah. And I'm not saying that's right either because we have a hard time finding that balance of work yeah. Self-care, rest, right. and that's not good. Right. But they, this generation seems to be really good at finding great, a break. Great and example. we find it really hard to take a break. You're, you're right. My mother-in-law, mm -hmm. right, who was born right at the beginning of World War II, did the whole depression thing, you know, as her family recovering from all that. This woman will not sit still. Yeah. If, if, I mean, if there is a dish in the sink, she is going to take care of it. It's like, but you've been going at it. You need to rest. Nope, I'm going to get this done. And as soon as one thing's done, the next thing's done mm -hmm. until she is flat exhausted. Yes, that's me. When I was in high school and early college and so forth, I 
pretty sure I think I had three part-time jobs. Yeah. And the norm was you hustle. You hustled. And everybody I knew had the hustle. Yes, that's what we we did. We often looked at those individuals that were kind of slacking. Just to be honest, you'd kind of look down a little bit on it's like, what's the matter with you? Like, you got to hustle. What do you mean you only got two jobs? Or, you know, it's like, <laughs> what, what do you mean you're not doing anything? You don't have any money. You can't go anywhere and you're and you're whining about it. Well, then, dude, do something about it. There is a difference now. And I do see it that, yes, let me be perfectly honest, there are a lot of people out there, younger individuals than us, that are putting in the hustle. And for for that, we love you. But there are also some that believe that they are entitled to the more relaxed, mm, luxurious lifestyle, if I may use that term, that we have worked so hard to get to, right? Mm -hmm. Um, My wife and I have worked very hard to get to the place where we are, okay? And that means we can take a nice vacation every once in a while. We have... We have stuff, okay? And I think there are some that are like, I'm fresh out of high school. I'm ready. I'm, I have got no experience whatsoever. I've got no life experience, but I am ready for that six-figure salary and to have what I see the older generation enjoying. I'm ready for it now. But you haven't put in the time. You haven't put paid your dues yet. Yeah, yeah. I think. That's what I see, and I I could be way off no, base. No, that is that grumpy a old man over here. No, no, I get, I had that discussion with my son. Um, now, <laughs> I hope I'm not giving you the impression my kids are spoiled and entitled, but um, we're just going through. They really are good kids, but we just had these are just some conversations we've had to have. Like my one son, he was like, "What do you mean that after I finished?" Finish college. I'm not. Good, I'm not gonna. I have to still have an entry level job. Well, like that's yeah. the purpose of college. No, it's not, man. I'm like, honey. <laughs> yes, that's exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> well, that's why I go to college, so I won't have to have an entry level job. I'm like, no, baby. No. And so now he understands. Yeah. But then this is where he had to teach me a lesson, and I'm almost ashamed to admit this as a mom, and and, and I did feel a little guilty we had this conversation. So it was a couple weeks ago when um, I called him on a Saturday, and I'm like, hey, what's going on? He's like, hey, I'm just resting, hanging out. And I said, oh, I thought you were working today. And he said, no, I told him um, that I wasn't going to work today. He was originally supposed to work some overtime this Mm. particular Saturday. He said, no, I needed a break. I was like, well, I thought you needed the extra money. (laughs) He was like, well, I already worked um, 10 extra hours this week. So he had worked a total of um, 50 hours. All right. that's." And I said, well, you still needed the extra money. He said, well, I worked 50 hours and I'm tired and I'm taken to – the day to take care of me. Okay. And I remember getting off the phone thinking, well, he had the opportunity to make more money. Uh-huh. And he d- and I said, wait a minute. Uh-huh. He worked 10 extra hours and he knows when his body needs a break. Uh-huh. What's wrong with that? Nothing. Not a thing. Yeah. I had to call him back and apologize. Yeah. Because don't doctors and nurses and even my pastor has told me, Jess, listen to your body. Mm -hmm. When your body tells you you need a break, Mm -hmm. 
uh, slow down. Even my pastor takes a break. Him and his wife take a break mm-hmm. ever so often. Hey, mm-hmm. slow down. It's okay to take a break. I mean, <laughs> yeah. No, even, even it was Bob Goff who said, rest is holy, get some. Yeah. I mean, uh, wait a minute. Now, if he had put in, <laughs> oh, I put in a whole 25 hours this week and I yeah. decided I wasn't going to do it. It's like, now, hold on, son. You're not yeah. working full time. You're just, okay, you need to hustle yeah. a little more. And I'm like. But not only did he do full time, but he did 10 hours of overtime. The guy yes. deserves a break. But that, but see, that comes, that's just, yeah. it's instilled in me. You yeah. hustle, you work hard, you have the opportunity to go, go, go. Yeah. It's so, and that's that's an example of how we can learn from the younger generation when it's time to slow down, when it's time to rest. It's okay to do that. One last thing that I don't understand that maybe we can ask for for some explanation, mm-hmm. right? Maybe I can implore and say, "Hey, can you help me to understand something?" My child is nineteen. Honey, I'm sorry. I'm calling you out. I love you with everything that's in me. But why? Why? Why is it so difficult to get her to learn to drive? Oh my goodness! Now that why? and it's not just my kid. There are a not. lot of there are a lot of younger yes. adults that absolutely have no interest in driving. I have tried to yes. bribe my child by saying, "I will buy you a car." If you mm-hmm. had said that to me when I was 15 or 16 years old, you could not have kept me still. I would yes. have been, yes, no interest in it whatsoever. I am noticing this trend among younger people yes. that they are in no hurry to drive. And it is not in big cities where you take public transportation. Right. It's it right is here like in our in area. little towns, everywhere. You know, when we were growing, I could not wait to get my learner's permit. Yes. I couldn't wait to get my license. And when I got my learner's permit, I was wanting to drive my mom everywhere. I mean, can I? Do you need? Do you need me to run to the store? Do yeah. You need me, do you need me to take yes. you? Uh, do you need milk? Do you need bread? I mean, whatever. I, mean, I am here. <clears throat> I am your personal taxi service. Like I am ready to go. I am ready for the freedom. Now I am noticing so many young people are like, "Mm, so you got to help us understand this. And I know that we have probably just scratched the surface and that we need to be educated. We need to be helped. Yeah, we may need to do a part two on this because there are some other things I wanted to say, but I know know we're running out of time. But um, yeah, and also um, if we have um, upset you, we're sorry. And mm. we would like to hear about it. And if we'd like to hear about it, yeah, we do. <laughs> okay, Seth, um, I totally got what you just said. <laughs> I, I felt that. But and also, if you want to throw in on this conversation, yes. please um, email us, call us, um, let me know, let us know, let me or Seth know, both of us, because I totally feel like we should do a part two to this. I, I agree. I think this deserves more discussion. Yes. Thanks for listening. If you have questions or comments, send them to podcast at spiritfm.com. This is a production of Positive Alternative Radio. The Jesus Fix It podcast is brought to you by Mardell Christian Education Stores, which provide a vast selection of faith-based products and supplies for both classroom and homeschool teachers. You can find Mardell exclusive brands in their education, church supply, and gift departments, you know, like Renewing Minds and The Brainery. 
toys for the kiddos from Melissa and Doug science and craft activity kits. They're all 30% off and you can view their weekly ad and what's on sale anytime you like by simply downloading the Mardell app. Try the Peas and Carrots podcast for more encouragement. Brian and Kayla share life from their piece of the vegetable patch. Expect to laugh, find common ground, and hear stories you can't wait to share. It's a podcast about doing life together, growing in Christ together, and learning to laugh no matter what comes your way. Search Peas and Carrots podcast wherever you listen to podcasts today.